Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane, dumps it out the horse, packs it for three. Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself. Oh my MVP time! Windy City Assassin does it again! We're back in full force. Summer League is still going on. I don't watch much Summer League. I don't pay much attention to it, but it gives us something to talk about because I think the Bulls have an intriguing two-way candidate that we're going to discuss on today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner. Good to have him back, former Bulls bench Club member and Tennessee Vols, CJ Watson. CJ, it has been a while. We've both been busy, summertime, vacations. I know you've been playing volleyball, Dad, as well. You got a lot of stuff going on, man, but it's good to be back, you know, talk some hoop. Yeah, it's good to be back, talk some hoops, man. And like, like I said, just get to see you and uh, just keep this thing rolling. Yeah, we're. I told you before we started, we're going to find something to talk about today because there's really nothing much happening besides the Summer League, but there's one player that I really want to talk about just because I don't want history to repeat itself. And that's, that's what we call a tease because I got to do an ad read here. I'm going to tell you about our great sponsor, betonline.ag, before we get started. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs this season. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's B-L-E-A-V. Get that 50% bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. And don't forget, we have an official t-shirt of our show, Jordan Pippen 98, the last dance campaign style t-shirt at shop.believe.com. Guys do a great job. There's a lot of great stuff and merch to support the rapidly growing list of shows on the network. The official shirt for our program, though, is Jordan Pippen 98, the last dance. Again, the campaign style t-shirt, shop.believe.com. The link is in my Twitter and Instagram bios. I should put it in my threads bio too, probably. Is anyone still using threads? That happened like overnight. I have an account. I think I barely used it. Uh, some accounts I do use though, is my YouTube account where you can watch us on YouTube. We also have Fubo TV, TuneIn, Cumulus Media, anywhere you're taking us in. We are grateful you are joining us for the party today. Talking a little summer league. I don't pay attention to the summer league much. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm just not that starved for basketball right now to watch the summer league, but you know, it's happening. It's basketball is the big thing. And I think you're kind of in agreement with me on that there, CJ, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I can't really talk bad about certainly because I was probably once one of those kids and they people came to watch me play and be like, oh, this is terrible basketball. But, you know, I was trying to get a job, trying to make a team. So, uh, but for me now as a, you know, former NBA player and, uh, and, a, and a fan now, it's kind of hard to watch the game, but I'll definitely watch, you know, certain players and stuff like that. Like at Wimby, I had to watch him just to see what the, what the hype was about. Um, a couple other players. So I think it's uh, definitely good for the NBA and basketball, but sometimes it's just hard for me personally just to watch it because it's just bad basketball. But, you know, they're out there trying. They're out there giving it their all, trying to make a team. So I can't uh, I can't knock them for that. Oh, that's my thing. Like, I understand the point of it. Like, you've got these draft picks. You've got these young guys. you got maybe these first, second-year guys. They're still players trying to adjust to the speed of the NBA. I understand it. I think it's a good product for that standpoint. But just from a watchability, like, I, I I'm in and out. When I turn yeah. out, unless unless it's Wemby versus Brandon Miller, which was awesome. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely those those high players, those top draft picks. I love to watch and and see what their uh, future is going to be. Like I said, but it's hard to watch basketball. You know, a lot of turnovers, a lot of missed assignments. You know, things like that. But uh, I guess it's the same thing we see in the NBA also. So you know, it's uh just uh whatever your you know threshold can hold. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the NBA does a good job putting some of these marquee matchups, these top draft picks. Like, Wembenyama versus Miller, that was one I paid attention to the whole way because that was just really, really cool watching the top two draft picks go at it, like, two games into their respective careers, basically. Like, yeah, Wemby struggled because it was his first game, but it was just entertaining from that standpoint Get to see some of these young guys. And down the road, you'll see some names like, hey, he was good in the summer league. I remember him for such and such team. Like, that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think uh, it's definitely, you know, it's going to be something to watch for, for years, years to come. Um, I, I got a question for you. Who do you think is going to have the better, uh, more impact in the league, Wimby or Brandon Miller? Oh, that's hard to say because Wimby's <laughs> such a unicorn. Like, he can have the bigger impact on the league, but I love Brandon Miller. I told you that over and over on the show. Like, I'm a big fan. It's tough. I I mean, I got to lean Wimby right now, just given his skill set. But who who would you say? Uh, I would say I would say Wimby also, like I said, I think he definitely has to get stronger. Um, but his, like I said, the skill set's there. He's seven five. He can handle. It, he can shoot it. But uh, for me, is this uh, his strength and his how durable is he going to be? I'm, not, I'm sure the Spurs are going to, you know, uh, watch him pretty closely. You know, with injuries and all that kind of stuff. But can he withstand the 82 game season? And can he do that? You know, year after year. He's going to remind me, I think, of Chet Holmgren in terms of this really scrawny, tall guy coming in. And Chet now, Chet missed the year because he got hurt. He's still put on muscle. He's bulked up. He looks like a different player that we saw in the summer league. I hope Wemby kind of follows that track. Yeah, yeah I think so too. I think he definitely will follow that. Like I said, he's going to get stronger. He's going to get better. And uh, he couldn't went to a better franchise in San Antonio who's going to really mold him and groom him. So I'm uh, I'm just happy he went to a good franchise and not, not a terrible one. <laughs> I wholeheartedly believe Pop was getting ready to retire after like next yeah. year or the year after. And then Wemby came in like, no, I'm going to sign this five-year extension. And see, yeah. Or five-year, con- it wasn't an extension. It was a new contract. I guess his contract was up, I guess. I don't yeah. know how that worked. The phrasing was weird, but Pop's sticking around now. And that's who I want coaching Wemby. Absolutely. there. I don't know if there's anybody else I'd want. Oh yeah, for sure. These are your generational talents. You know, like you say, he's close to retirement and, this guy comes in, uh, I'll say another four or five years. <laughs> yeah, may as well. I don't care how old you are. And Pop's, Pop's still got it, too. But there's another young player closer to home that's kind of stood out here. It's someone I know well, actually. Devon Freeman Liberty. He's with the Bulls now. He played for the G League last year. He's with Windy City. Back for the Summer League this year. That's why people might recognize that name. If you watch the Summer League, and again, I barely watched it but I know Javon Freeman Liberty has been balling out 21 points, 4.6 rebounds, 4.4 assists per game. I think they played five or six games now. So this isn't like a two game sample size. I want him to get that third two way spot. Like you need a, you need shooting. The bulls need shooting. You've got a guy right under your nose. I want him bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They they definitely have to take advantage of it. I haven't watched him uh, a lot, but like I said, I'll take your word for it forward. And, uh, um, they need to sign them and sign them an ASAP. Don't you want to lose out another product like this? And you know, right up on your nose, you know, a guy who can probably help your team. So sign them and you know, and just get them to the team and you know, let that let that be that. So I go back with Javon Freeman Liberty a little bit. He started his career at Valpo in the Missouri Valley. That was when I was at Loyola covering the Missouri Valley. So I've watched Javon Freeman Liberty's game grow a lot. And I was in the media room when he said he was leaning toward coming back to Valpo. Yeah. He didn't come back to Valpo. Instead, he went to DePaul and played the Big East. He took another leap in the Big East. So his game has grown 
going from the Missouri Valley to the Big East is a big jump. Like, I love the Valley. It's a mid-major league. The Big East, there's a reason UConn plays in the league and they won the national championship this year. Like, that's a big jump. Then you went to the G League, still putting up good numbers. I think he can make that jump from the G League to the NBA. And based on what he's shown in the summer league, like you said, like, let me, we both say, you've got him right there. Don't yeah. let him get too far because that's happened before in recent memory. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, I think it's definitely, I think this is what the summer league is really good for, for seeing players like this and seeing players continue to develop and seeing what they can do if they have the ball in their hands, you know, a lot more than just standing in the corner or just being like a three and D guy. So like I said, averaging 21 points is not, it's not easy, uh, whether it's summer league or wherever, where the case may be, but he did it. And uh, like I said, he's putting the work in and it's definitely showing. Yeah. And it's reminding me of two other names. What do Max Drews and Spencer Dinwiddie have in common? Good question. <laughs> they both played for the Bulls in the G League. They both were coming up through the Bulls organization. Bulls let them both get away. Now, this was under the, actually, Dinwiddie was under the past regime. Struis was under this regime because he tore his ACL. You know those names now. Yeah, like, for sure. Those are two bigger names in the league. Max Struis just got a bag in free agency from the Cavs. I don't want Javon Freeman Liberty to take that same path. Right. I don't want him to go be a star for another team. I want to be a star for my team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they Bulls have to lock them up and lock them up now, and uh, like just get it. You don't want to keep losing out on these, you know, on these guys who can be good role players for your teams, but still have major impact on your teams. Also, see, here's the thing: AK came out after the draft and was talking about this director of player development they've got, this new shooting coach they've got is also their new director of player development, and I still, I still don't know how much of an impact a new shooting coach can make. Obviously, it does something, but. Let's talk about them like they're talking about. It sounds like he's just going to turn their development program around. If you're going to talk that talk, keep a guy like Javon Freeman Liberty around and develop him into your next maybe franchise player or at least someone who can play a role for you. Yeah, yeah for sure. You definitely have to. That's what these development coaches are, are, are I'm sure, are hired for. Um, definitely the ones in my career, they develop the young guys, you know, uh, before and after practice, working with them daily so they can be ready whenever their number is called. So uh, you hopefully, you know, these guys are uh, doing the right work and scouting the right players and stuff like that. So hopefully, like I said, they don't, they don't let them go and don't let them slide. Because the other thing with AK's draft record is the draft record's not that exciting. Like Patrick Williams, we both, I mean, you've been adamant. You stood on the table for him to have a breakout year this year. I think yeah. you're right. Like, I think you're absolutely right on that. Outside of that, we don't know if I would assume was coming back. They've extended him a qualifying offer, but nothing else has been done. And so he's not formally coming back. Dalen Terry, eh, it's been okay, I guess. Like yeah. he needs to take another leap. He's shown flashes in summer league. Julian Phillips, eh, I mean, it was second round pick. It's going to be what it is. Like you're not going to have instant impact all the time in the second round. So if you got a guy like JFL who you signed up, he was an undrafted free agent, by the way, like, there's nothing wrong with having an undrafted free agent come in and make an impact. You know that well. Yeah, for sure. I definitely know that well. You know, undrafted guys, I have to stand stand for those guys because I was an undrafted guy and all the hard work that we put in sometimes goes unrecognized. But, you know, when you get that shot, you just got to take take advantage of it. And like I said, he's doing uh, doing just that right now, averaging 21 and, and just doing all the things he's done for that team. Uh, so they, they definitely need to give him a shot and a hard look. Especially because he's a Chicago guy, by the way. Went to Whitney yeah. Young. Like, I mean, you've got all the makings here to have a really good story at the very least about a team that, yeah, they're going to be better. Like, I yeah. mean, I talked about that a few weeks ago and I'm going to get your thoughts on it too. Like you're going to be better, but you need to, if you're looking at it from a PR standpoint, a good story will go a long way and JFL would be a good story. 
Yeah, for sure. Everyone loves a good story, man. You can save this guy a lot of money so he doesn't have to get his own apartment. He can stay at home with his parents, <laughs> get some home-cooked meals here and there. So That's definitely uh, not uh, – that get, doesn't get enough love, by the way, because I still live at home and get home-cooked meals. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm trying to move out, but uh, for right now, the home-cooked meals, man, oh, the dinner I had. We had chicken Alfredo last night, man. My mom knows how to cook. Exactly. Like, she is no a on. good cook. No one knows how to cook like your mama, so you got you to gotta get those home-cooked meals when you can. Once oh, gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Especially because I mean, I've never, I guess I've never really tried to cook. It's just me. Like I'm just going to make a, I'm just going to throw some grilled cheese together and mac and cheese. It's just me. Like, I don't, I don't know, but when I'm home and she cooks, Oh man, she's trying not, she's trying to get me to stay. I think <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, mama's going to put some pounds on you for sure. <laughs> yeah. I got to start going back to the gym. Now that you mentioned that going to the golf course is fun. That's why I'm dressed like this. I do have a tea time later today, but going to the golf course is fun. I got to get to the gym or something, <laughs> but you know, going back to Javon Freeman Liberty here, the reason why he can get another two-way spot is there's three now. It's part of the new collective bargaining agreement. There used to be two, and right now it's Adama Sonogo, who I think can still develop into a stud. Like, he's another one. You've seen yeah. flashes. I Part of me thinks he can be more impactful than Julian Phillips in a quicker, like, timeline. But that's me overreacting because I'm a big Adama Sonogo fan. I think yeah. Justin Lewis has the other one. I think I saw that the Bulls beat pretty much confirmed that. He's the kid out of Marquette. Towards ACL last year, so good kid towards ACL, and you kept him around. Like that's what happened to Max Struess. Like I joke about it. Max right. Struess towards ACL, new regime comes in. They wanted to overturn the roster, and they gave him his walking papers. He ended up in Miami, and you saw what happened. He's the re part of the reason the Bulls were knocked out of the play-in tournament. Yeah, like, he balled out. Also, Chicago area guy, Max Max Struess. He's from Romeoville, I think, it's like a half hour from my house. So you bring in if you can get JFL for that third spot. You got three really solid guys that you can develop and get some time in the league because that's what the two-way deal does. It, you can split yeah. time between the G League and the NBA. Yeah, for sure. That's definitely what you want is having those guys underneath your belt and always having to watch on them and uh, teaching them your system, teaching them your calls, your play calls, and all that kind of stuff in your language. They can just get so used to that. And uh, like I said, when they, when it's time for them to come up from the NBA, from the G League, they'll be right into it. You don't have to really teach them a whole bunch. And they'll just flow right into your offense and defense and, uh, you know, just get acclimated with the guys and the team. So I think it's definitely a, a good move and they need to do it now. Like I said, so just to, to free him up from any worry and then also just lock that last spot in. Yeah, that, I mean, the big thing, you got to fill up that spot anyway. But you may as well do it with someone who's doing really well for you in the summer league and has you. They're still in the summer league has the playoffs now, right? Is that how this all yeah, works? Yeah. I, again, I've never really paid attention to it outside of like, I covered. So Loyola, when I was there, had a couple guys play in it and I watched a few games where I'm like, okay, just see how they do content. You know, we got some content coming and it's like, I don't know what, I don't even know what the format is. They're into the playoffs. I'm currently, I'm vamping a little bit to try and pull up the schedule here because the bulls did they, they won. They did. They were supposed to advance and they did. They won on Saturday, 90-85. And by the way, Freeman Liberty, 24.7 rebounds, by the way. So I think they're still waiting their next opponent, but they're still playing. You still got time to see a guy like Javon yeah. Freeman Liberty just ball out. Yeah, for sure. That's what that's what you want to keep doing. Like I said, that's what Summer League is for, to continue to develop these guys and see them in different situations, uh, you know, game-like situations and other guys competing, trying to get a job also. So it's good that they, they can, you can continue to play well like this. I'm sure he's going to the last spot for sure. Yeah, and I don't know who else they give it to, to be honest with you, because there's been a lot of people saying that he would be a good guy for that. And I just don't know if you're the front office, how you can justify 
anybody else. Like, cause a two way, a two way player right now doesn't have to be on your summer league team. I don't think it depends on their deal with their franchise. Like if they're just on a summer league deal, which is pretty common, they'll go into free agency effectively and you can sign someone else. But I think if you, as we sit here right now, July 17th, one 30 PM central Freeman Liberty is my guy. I don't know who else. They're oh, yeah. oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's the guy. And like I said, just lock it up and, Get it done and over with, uh, you know, just stop all the worrying, stop all the decision-making and just make it easy for yourself. <laughs> Nothing's ever easy with the Bulls. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> is ever easy with the Sam team. And then that gets into the designated player, ex- or I'm sorry, the disabled player exception that's coming in. Lonzo Ball, not expected to play this year. The NBA granted the Bulls a $10.2 million exception because of that. What that means is they have $10.2 million to use to help they've got I think two more roster spots to fill, maybe three. It's complicated because Io hasn't signed yet. So it's either, they've either got two spots or three spots left on the roster. It doesn't count the two-way spot. Throwing a lot of like cap stuff at people. Trust me, I can barely make sense of this stuff sometimes. (laughs) But basically they still have a couple roster spots to fill. You got an extra 10.2 million in the exception to do that. The question is, will they use it? Because the sense around the fan base is, well, they're probably not going to use it anyway. If yeah. you've got it, you may as well use that, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely want to make this roster, uh, you know, a little better if you can. You got some money to do that. Do you get some more shooting? You know, I think you get more shooting. Um, maybe you get another uh, backup point guard just in case IU doesn't come back. Um, so, like I said, you never know. But or you, I don't know. Can you save it for next year also? I don't think so. You got to use think it this you, year. I think you've just got to use it for this year. I think that's how the exceptions work. Yeah, so you might as well just go and spin it and make this team better because I don't know if we're – uh, the Bulls are not, you know, a top five or six team, you know, uh, with this roster now. <laughs> so, like I said, why not? Why not try to make them better and uh, just more competitive? So, go ahead and just spend that money and make some smart moves. The reason my friends like playing poker with me is because I don't have a poker face. I couldn't even make it through you hearing you <laughs> say that, and I couldn't do it. I'm like, I can't. This team. I mean, I, I mean, I talked about a couple weeks ago. Like, I mean, we. It was right after the Javon Carter, Tory Craig signed. This team's yeah. still not top six in the East. Yeah. Like, that's current makeup. Yeah, they did the right thing. You got yeah. Vooch back. You solidified your core. You added to it. You got better. The, yeah. It's not like last offseason where you stalled and you just kind of stayed put. You kept it neutral. No, you got better. But yeah. the rest of the East got better too. Like, exactly. you got it. Yeah. You're not keeping up very well and you have $10.2 million. It's, it's not really a lot if you think about it, but you can still bring in someone who can come off the bench and play a role for you. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, to me, if you're not a top four team in your division or the conference or whatever, you definitely got to keep making moves to to get there. Uh, you know, spending money wise, not overspending things like that. But like I said, they got this pretty much free money. Um, so you got to go out and spend it and make your team better because, like you said, the, this roster is not going to cut it. Uh, you know, for to try and win a championship or be competitive in the playoffs or even ensuring in a, a spot in the play-in. So you got to go out there and make it better. Now, this can also be done by trade. Is how this works. You can be trade free agent signing, which means that they go, what did they go a year and a half without a trade? Don't do that again. You're yeah, like no, you just don't. said, unless you're top four in the East, you can't afford to be going a year, a year, year and a half without a trade. So you yeah. have options here to build on this roster that you've added to. Like, I mean, you can go after shooting, you can go after size. Like, I mean, if you can get a little bit of both. That's great. But I mean, the guy yeah. I wanted was Seth Curry and he's going to Dallas again. So I don't know who else would even be out there, but I think the the roster makeup right now, and I just want to get your thoughts on it real quick, is it's good. Like they've added shooting. You've added a guy like Tory Craig, who's a veteran presence, who can also get you a bucket. 
Devon Carter's yeah. coming off one of the best shooting seasons of his career. Yeah. They're set up to be like maybe a sleeper team to maybe make some noise at that six, seven, eight seed. But and it's yeah. maybe a six seed is how I look at it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, de- I definitely like the additions they made. Um, I don't know if, like you said, it puts them over the hump or anything like that. But those two guys you just named are uh, good defensively. And I think that's what the Bulls needed also with some added defense. Um, Torrey Curry's not the greatest shooter, but he can make a you know a shot here and there. Um, but he plays hard. He's efficient. Um, also, Javon Carter, he just, he plays extremely hard. I love his peskiness on the ball defense and stuff like that. So he's definitely good in that like that. And uh, I think they definitely added some uh, good pieces. So hopefully, you know, they can keep adding more. So hopefully, like I said, they can get in that top four or five. And uh, you can just try to – after that, I feel like it's just all all the luck of the draw, you know, how hard are you working, how the X's and O's from your coach and stuff like that. So hopefully, you know, they can get in there and uh, make things competitive again. Let me be clear. These two guys, they're not like the best known shooters. They're not going to jump off the charts with their shooting. But if you need a corner three or if you need someone to make an open three, these two guys can do it. Too many times last year, you had guys like Zach and you had guys like Caruso missing open threes. Javon Carter, Torrey Craig, they can make the open threes for you in big moments because they've had that. They've been in the league long enough. They bring that tenacity and they just good enough shooters. That's better. They're better shooters than the Bulls had last year outside of maybe Levine. Yeah, and that's what you want. You want to take the pressure off of Zach, off of Demar and, and Vooch, because you know those guys are going to get double teamed. So you need to get some guys who can make open threes and create shots for themselves and and also play defense. So uh, I think these two guys can, can do that. And the other thing, too, with Carter, you lost Patrick Beverly. Javon Carter's not Patrick Beverly. Nobody's yeah. Patrick Beverly. But he can bring kind of the the toughness on defense. He can get in guys' ears. He's a Chicago guy. There's something to be said about Chicago toughness. We talked about that with Pat Bev. He can kind of fill those shoes too. But again, that's not going to take you from the 10 seed to the five seed. It's going to take you from the 10 seed to seven, eight, maybe six. If somebody doesn't play up to expectations like the Hawks did last year or somebody. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely, uh, he's definitely going to add some momentum to that uh, on the defensive side. I love his, like I said, his peskiness, uh, He's, uh, he's going to compete each and every play. Uh, he, I don't know if he won a championship with the Bucks or not, but he's bringing he a lot of pedigree. Yeah, he's bringing a lot of playoff pedigree, championship pedigree, so he knows what it takes to win, and hopefully he can uh, you know, spread that out through the locker room. And you got Vooch back. I want to get your thoughts on the Vooch deal because we texted about it. That was like right as I was getting ready to leave for vacation. I was so mad at the timing of that. I told you. I told you that was going to happen. I said, I'm leaving on vacation. This is going to happen right before I leave or while, or while I'm there. And it happened as I was at the hotel the night before getting ready for my flight. I'm like, damn it. Anyhow. So now I want to get your thoughts. Three years, $60 million. What do you think of the Vooch deal? I love it. I love it. You didn't overpay for him. You didn't underpay. Uh, you paid him, you know, his probably his value for his, for his, uh, for his age and stuff like that. So like I said, Vooch is probably one of the best uh, bigs in the league when he's, uh, when he's on his, on his game. Um, offensively, uh, he can do do pretty much everything defensively. Uh, question mark, but you know you, you know that coming in. So uh, I definitely I think it adds a great value. And now you have your core showed up for another two or three years. So we just see what we can do in in that time span. I think it just adds enough stability to the roster. Like because with Vooch, and it sounds like he wants more touches. Which it's like people listen to our podcast or something. Yeah. People with power listen to our podcast. We kept saying give Vooch more touches. Sounds like he wants that. If that happens, he is such a big part of what they do on that side of the ball. Yeah, the defense is a liability. 
but he rolls out of bed. He gets you a double-double. He can nail down a three. He got better three-point shooting last year, I feel like. He played all 82 games. Were they bidding against themselves? Probably. I'm not sure anyone else would have given Vooch 20 mil a year, but you had to do it. Yeah, yeah, you have to do it. Yeah, you got to spend the money. And uh, like you said, that guy, you if you would have let him walk, it would have been a long rebuild <laughs> for the Bulls. Like, I get why people wanted him to go ahead and walk. I understand the frustrations because of the defense, but you paid a lot to get him. Yeah. And you, in turn, had to pay a lot to keep him. It's yeah. just the reality of the business, man. Like, yeah. it, it's not always great. It doesn't always work out the way you want it to. But you know what? He took a pay cut. He yeah. wanted a raise. He took a pay cut. Yeah. I see that as an absolute win. Yeah. Everyone has to sacrifice on both ends. And, uh, like, players sometimes is probably the one that's going to sacrifice the most. But, like I said, this is it. It's good to have Vooch back. Uh, I'm happy for him. I'm happy uh, everyone's getting their money, and uh, he, he's here for another couple of years. Well, somebody needs to get that $10.2 million they got lying around because <laughs> I don't want to see that go to waste. And I, I know the skeptic could be sitting there saying they're just going to blow it anyway, but you know what? At least try. Just use it. Like you said, it's free money. It, well, not really free money, but it's money. Go use it. Your, your salary cap strung anyway. Do something with it. That's just been my attitude all offseason. But, you know, give Javon Freeman Liberty the two-way spot. Use that $10.2 million. I'll be a happy guy for two weeks. Yeah, two yeah. weeks. That's how I'm putting it. Let's <laughs> go, so, AK. Make Nick happy. <laughs> oh, he's not. I'll be quiet. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say he's never done that, but I'm like, that's a lie. He has made me happy before because I, I wanted Lonzo, and he got me Lonzo, but right. that didn't work out as hoped. Uh, I'm blaming the shoes. It's hard right. looking at that. I'm blaming the big baller shoes. Ballers, yeah. <laughs> the worst part is I'm not the only one doing that. Like I think there's actually some merit to that, but that's a conversation for another day when we keep trying to fill these time periods, because once we get through summer league, it's going to be all quiet on the Western front, Eastern front. I don't want to make that pun, but it's going to be all quiet here. We're going to find something to talk about here. In the next few weeks, training camp is still a couple months away, but for now it's kind of, Damian Lillard trade watch is going to be interesting. I keep hearing people question or wonder if the Bulls are going to get involved as maybe that third team to help make a deal happen, if they can get some of those draft assets back. Be covering it from all angles here. I'm Believing Bulls on the Believe Network presented by BetOnline.ag. We're going to go ahead and tie a bow on today's show. Use that promo code, by the way, BLEAV, 50% welcome bonus at BetOnline. And buy our shirt, Jordan Pippen, 98, the last dance, shop.believe.com. We thank you again for watching on Fubo TV, Believe TV, YouTube, listening to us on TuneIn. Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast, We are grateful that you joined us today. CJ, we'll be back here next time. Whenever that is, we're going to take it week by week here with, again, nothing really going on. And as I'm getting into talking season with work for on three anyway, it's going to get crazy. But either way, we're going to have some more fun here down the road through the offseason and in training camp. Yep, can't wait. And hopefully summer league gets a little bit easier to watch as well. Uh, we'll see everybody back here next time. Enjoy the basketball we got on TV. At least it's something. It's something on TV oh. for the time being, unless you want to watch media days like I am because I'm a degenerate. <laughs> we'll see everybody back here next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.